Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
Won't you give your life today? Oh, please, don't just turn and walk away. Tomorrow, tomorrow is not promised. Don't let this moment slip Hallelujah. Please stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer, please. Two. 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 Let's pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. Speak your word to us. Challenge us. Push us forward. Drive us in the name of Jesus. I humble myself tonight and I say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Work through me, work with me, and use me to your glory. Let my hearers be blessed. Let my hearers be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Wow. Wow. Well, that was a good ministration. Not, not everyone who sings can sing the song. No, 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 you can't, you can't. I mean, you have to change keys about two, three times in the song. You, it's not, even the keyboardist is confused. You can see that, Charlie. <laughs> I've given, this song has led to the retirement of many singers in my ministry. I've given it to so many people to sing. They come, they tell me, they say, Rev, I can't. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Cinderella. Okay, it's also true. Well, um, by the grace of God, um, we had a fantastic camp over the weekend. And um, I'm believing God. I can smell 1,000 people. I don't know if you can smell it, but I can smell it. 1,000, I can smell it. Hallelujah. And if we will use what we've been taught in the camp properly, passionately, and aggressively, I believe that church will not be the same again. And you will also not be the same again. Hallelujah. 
Wonderful. And Bishop left at dawn today. Um, he's arrived safely in Madagascar. He was met on the tarmac by an airport official, and they took him straight to his house. Escorted from the tarmac. I know you are not clapping because the question you want to ask, what is a tarmac? It's also fine. So let me just explain in everyday language. You see, when the aeroplane touches down and they open the door, what you come on to is called the tarmac. Okay? Usually, from the tarmac, you go through, not from the stomach, from the tarmac. You go through immigration, then you clear your baggage, then you go through customs, then you can now exit the airport and go home. Do you get it? Good. Now, all these things I've mentioned, they look like very normal names, Gladys, but they are really, really precarious, especially when you are entering into a country that you are not originally from. Do you get it? Yeah, it's not as simple as you think it is. So, one of the doors that God has opened for, don't do anything about the sound again. No, it's okay, let's just finish. I'm preaching for 17 minutes and then we are done. So, as soon as I start, 17 minutes, we have closed. We'll fix it later. Somebody say amen. Let's still use the same time control that we use every day. Don't change the timing. Don't say, but 17 minutes, I'll be done. Somebody say amen. amen. But fortunately for us, God has opened a door for us in Madagascar that when Bishop arrived, there was somebody waiting for him, an official waiting for him on the tarmac. And then they escorted him through to his house. What a blessing. What a blessing. Yeah. So, we are blessed. What it means is that when you land at Madagascar, you get police escort. Yeah. Don't, don't say, oh, why is it happening to... Once it has happened to Bishop, it has happened to all of us. When I'm going to Madagascar, I'm going to be going with confidence. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good. So now you are, you are stuck with me here. <laughs> Sunday we were in Durban. Um, God is doing something amazing in our church. I mean, God is doing something amazing. We were in Durban, and to our surprise, we had 68 people attending the service in Denver. Yeah. The highest attendance we had had there before we moved, we, we moved there. Let's use, let's use the word move as a technical word. Okay. Yeah. Was, was on the 6th of February or so, if I'm right. 6th or 4th of February, whichever one was a Sunday, was 30 people. Yeah, and in a space of maybe six, six weeks, God has doubled the church. 
Clap for God. Clap for God. Clap for God. Yeah. He has just doubled the church. My wife keeps asking me, where do the people come from? Apart from First National Bank, I don't know where they come from. I don't know. They just, it's like God has just decided. I've decided to bless the church and God is blessing us. Hallelujah. Good. Now for, like I said, a few minutes, let's just share something. We're talking about what? Developing what? A spiritual mind. Is that not so? And a spiritual mind is a catalyst to life and peace. And a carnal mind is also a catalyst to death. That's why you must decide to have a spiritual mind. Everything God is doing, he can only do it with spiritual people, not carnal people. You cannot explain things to carnal people because they view things from a carnal point. Amen. Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation for them which are in Christ, who walk not after the spirit, but who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the form of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be made perfect in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are in the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are in the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. For the carnal mind is enmity against God, and is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So be that the spirit of Christ dwells in you. Now, if any man has not the spirit of Christ, he is none of it. And if the spirit of Christ dwells in you, or if, you, if Christ dwells in you, then the body is dead because of sin. And the spirit is alive because of right. This scripture makes me so happy. This is the scripture that confirms that all my bad things is because my body is bad. But in spite of my body being bad, my spirit is still good. Yeah. Hallelujah. What verse is that? 10 or 11 or 8. No, what verse is that, that particular one? 8 what? 10. Okay, what is 11? If the same spirit... Of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He that raised him from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. That if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Put your hands together for this scripture. 
He said, well, the projector has frozen. <laughs> no, that's the last, that's the last scripture for this series. <laughs> no, it's finished. The next one is 15, that you have not received the spirit of bondage unto adoption. <laughs> we don't need it for today's discussion. Judy, I still love you. I still love you. <laughs> In August, we are having Prophet Kakra himself here. <laughs> I think August the 30th and the 31st, we are having Prophet Kakra Baden. Bishop is coming back in June. No, it's, look, we got to start working because there's no break. Bishop is coming in June. Prophet is coming in, no, Bishop will come twice before Prophet comes. Twice, yeah. Twice before Prophet comes. He's coming in June and then early August. Then prophet is here at the end of August. Then I think October also we have something coming up. We are here to confirm which one it is. All right, back to what we were saying. So we talked about developing a spiritual mind. And we, we first of all, we got rid from our system deceptions or misconceptions of spirituality because in time past we have seen many things that we have been deceived by as being spiritual and if you can just get that I think I'll be very happy with you because so many people parading and masquerading as spiritual people are actually not spiritual they are actually no 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 they are not at all because Next week, I will believe God and show you who a spiritual person is. Then immediately, we will unmask the devil. Yeah. I told you, people who operate spiritual gifts, they are not spiritual. But you, because you don't have dreams, and they have dreams. And I see a lot of pastors being um, manipulated by people, who, by dreamers. Yeah, by dreamers. I don't know, especially dreamers. Yeah, one day I was sitting in a pastor's office. I was there to preach. And a little boy walked into the place. And he came to share a fantastic dream with the pastor. When he finished, the pa- I could see that the pastor was totally amazed. Do you get a fantastic dream? When he finished, I said, thank you. Can you please go out? The pastor was looking at me. I said, thank you very much. I'm the visitor here. If you are invited to preach, you can also come here and share. But you are just... Have you finished with your dream? He said, yes. I said, thank you very much. Can you please excuse us? And I drove him out of the office. Then I said to the pastor, this boy one day, I gave him a clear prophetic word. I said, this boy one day will leave you. And it will not be his fault. It will be your fault. Because you have made him feel that he has something that 
the, the, the surest prophecy is the word of God. It's more sure than any dream that you have had. You have had nine million dreams. Seven have come to pass. How certain are your dreams then? You have had one million dreams. Seven have come to pass. Therefore, how certain are your dreams? Do the maths. Use proportions. Seven out of a million. Or even seven out of a hundred. Then it means any dream you have, there's only a seven percent chance of it coming to what, give it to me. What? You let somebody say a million is too much. Let's use hundred. You have had have you had a hundred dreams since you were born? It's possible, is that not so? So if seven have come to pass, then the probability that your dreams will come to pass is only seven percent. But the word of God has been there since, and it has been confirmed for years. So which one is more certain? So I told the pastor, like joke, like joke, like joke. This, this, this phrase, like joke, like joke, is in the Bible. In John 3, 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, verily, verily, I say unto you. It's, to, it's like saying, like joke, like joke, but you see it's coming to pass. In, in a space of a year, this young dreamer, he disappeared from the church. He said, another prophet has appointed him as a pastor. Somewhere. And he disappeared. Then he took a 17-year-old girl from the church. And he started to live with the girl. Yeah. The, the, I'm not against dreams. I have amazing dreams. I don't like to even dream about people. Yeah. But it's not the same. Do, do you get it? It's not the same. So, you let's move from the misconception. Last week we talked about what? Last two signs of carnality. Is that not so? What are, we mentioned only five. We talked about people who are not subject to the word of God. Then we talked about what? Strive. Divisions. Envies. We talked about all this. When you see people envying people, it's carnal people. See arguments, strive, quarrels that cannot be settled. You are dealing with sons, with, with carnal people. But Paul says something. He said that, he said, I have to give you milk because you can't handle meat in those times and now you still cannot handle it. When somebody has been a Christian for a long time and cannot handle strong meat, you are dealing with a carnal person. Yeah. The only time you are allowed to take milk is when you are a baby. And if you have been a baby for too long, and how do we know that you've been a baby for too long? When you have been around for so long and it's only milk that you can take. The camp, it was not milk, it was strong meat. Strong meat with bones. And Bible says strong meat is for them that have had their senses exercised. Do you get it? So, let us move away from childishness and also from carnality. Hallelujah. Now, today, what, is, what causes a person to be spiritual and what causes a person to be carnal? As soon as I finish that, we can close and go home. Amen. In Romans chapter 8, in the piece of scripture we have read, the Bible tells us that for they that are in the flesh. So Paul shows us 
how people end up carnal and how people end up being spiritual. I said, they that are in the flesh do mind or follow or are mindful of the things of the flesh. And they that are in the spirit are mindful or follow the things of the spirit. Simple. We can go home. Let's say this guy is the flesh. I mean, if you look at this guy, most definitely, he's the flesh. Very, very flesh. Then, spa is the spirit. Then, this is you. Okay. And the you we are talking about is your soul, your mind. Okay. So this is your flesh and this is your spirit. If I follow spark, I become spiritual. If I follow this guy, you see, he's not, he's not even allowing me to follow. He's dragging me along. Actually, that's what it, what it is. I will show you next week. The spirit doesn't force you to follow, but the flesh, the flesh, so once I lean to this guy, I enter into the flesh. The reason why you are carnal is because you are always following this guy. And the reason why you are spiritual is because you are also following this guy. The more you follow this guy, the more spiritual you become. And the more you follow this guy, the more carnal you become. Very simple. And the Bible tells that, that when you follow this guy, it leads to death. But if you follow this guy, it leads to life and peace. Life and peace. I'm going to explain further next week. Now, so it's like this. This guy is here. This guy is also here. Even this guy there, he's holding everywhere. So this guy says, Let's read our Bible. Let's read our Bible. So you want to read our Bible. Then this guy says, let's sleep. It's okay to sleep. <laughs> you see, even the flesh, eh, the flesh is very skillful. Very skillful. So it's like there's a tassel. Pull, brother. There's a tassel. This one is fighting. This one is fighting. This one, the person who will win will determine what you will be. Do you get it? And this, they are all pulling. They are all pulling. If you make a mistake, you go this way. Kana. That's how. You see, you see how Kana, it's even dis, disconnected you from the spirit. But if this guy wins the battle, and next week I'm going to show you how to let this guy win the battle. If this guy wins the battle, then you become spiritual. You are here tonight because this guy has won the battle of let us come to church. That's why you are here. Yeah. By now, this guy is suggesting let's do assignment. Let's do it. I've, I'm not, I've not even come to sin. No. Don't, don't even get it wrong. I've not come to sin. I'm talking about the, just there's a deadline. Yeah. Madeline is not here today because she's writing exams tomorrow. Deadlines to be met, exams to write, you go this way. I'll give you the life plan. That's it. And this guy, unfortunately for many of us, this guy is not built up. 
Do you get? He's not yet built up. So when we are battling, this guy is stronger. I mean, you have been drinking Castle Lager since you were 13. So you can imagine how your taste buds are so ready and rich. This guy, he just started speaking in tanks last June. How much strength does he have to battle this? It's an unfair fight. But God willing, we are going to learn how to make it a fair fight. But now, let us detect who we are following. Please sit down. Who we are following. So that, as we are now looking at the way forward, nobody will be confused. Galatians chapter 5. It's our final scripture for today. Galatians, in the Bible says, walk in the spirit so that you don't fulfill the last of the flesh. Walk in what? The spirit. So that you do not fulfill the last. For the spirit warreth or lasted against the flesh. And the flesh against the spirit. Or the flesh lasted also against the spirit. These two are contrary. The one against the other. So that you are not able to do the things that you would. But if you are led by the spirit of God. You are not under the law. He said, if you can allow yourself to be led by the spirit, all the laws don't apply to you anymore. Okay, so if Paul is telling us that the spirit and the flesh, they fight and they are fighting for control. Whoever wins determines the type of mind you have, whether a spiritual mind or a carnal mind. Now, who are we following? Are we following the flesh? Let's look at the flesh. Verse 19, Paul tells us about the works of the flesh. If you are following the flesh, we'll begin to see these things. I want you to mention that they are, they are quite a number. Number one is what? Adultery. If you don't understand any of them, you lift your hand, I explain to you, and we go on. Number two is what? Number three is what? You see, it, it starts with all the sexual sins. Number four is what? Should I uncleanness? You see, uncleanness. Oh, but we know with that one or two things, but there was no enter. <laughs> Do you get it? Those things that come before this and is called uncleanness. Hey, me, I'm not done anything. We're just doing mouth to mouth resuscitation. We're doing a medical, a medical experiment. <laughs> it's called uncleanness. Next one is what? Lasciviousness. Which has to do with lust. An evil desire. An evil desire for, for th- something that you shouldn't have. That's lascivious. So those of you who have been desiring other people's beloveds. It's in this group. 
you see, my aim is that by the time we finish this, you and I, we will know who we are following. So that if we have to stop following who we are following and follow somebody else, then we just agree. Then we all... I told you from here, the message is just going to get nice and nice. No, no more facing. Next one is what? Idolatry. Idolatry is having something that is higher than God. Whether your children, your job, money, a husband, your phone, mobile phone X, iPhone X, is that not so? Once the thing is higher than God, it's an idol. Yeah, it's an idol. For sleep. My God. Next one is what? Witchcraft. Witchcraft. I told you, I showed you signs of witchcraft the other time. Intimidation, manipulation, domination, and then stubbornness. So if you operate any of these four powers, I didn't say it. I said if you operate any of these four powers, intimidation, manipulation, They said it. In Peter Marisbeck, they said it. On Tuesday night, they said it. I didn't say it. Next one is what? Hatred. Hatred. It's also a sign. Hatred. We are all in the church nicely, but you hate your brother. When the Bible has told us, a man says he loves God, but he hates his brother. He's a liar. How can you love your bro- love God that you can't see and hate your brother that you see? Next one is what? Variance. Variance is what? Things that vary. Different things. Changes. I mean, you're changing your ways today. You are this tomorrow. Today you are a man. Tomorrow you are a woman. Tomorrow next you are this. Today you are smiling. Tomorrow you are frowning. Today this. I mean, we can't. We can't really find you. Varying is from the word to vary. Yeah, to vary. Today you are green. Tomorrow you are blue. Tomorrow you are yellow. Yeah, you are variable. Yeah. So the brother has seen you in church. Nice sister. So, Rev, what do you think about this sister? When we, when we get home, you are totally different. You're different. Hey. Next one. Emulation. Then what? Wrath. I want the ones that are common to us. Wrath. Some of us operate anger. I mean, sometimes we operate anger as though we are white. Do you get it? I mean, there's an anger that is reserved for white people. And there's an anger that is reserved for black people. It's white people who get angry and they break things. Meanwhile, you are as black as I am. You can get angry and break things. I mean, you are so angry because your wife didn't warm your food well. So you have broken the microwave. And you say, I should buy you a microwave and you, you, you cook. And I bought you a candle. This is my food. Rough. 
wrath. Wrath. Some of you also don't get angry in such a yeah, with such drama and such at such levels, but you are able to get angry. You are, you have a way of spreading your anger over a long period of time. Yeah. It's like this one I'm talking about, there's always a high frequency of anger. But yours is maybe some just number five level anger, but you can spread it over 21 days. I'm angry. I won't cook in this house for 21 days. You subject your family to a 21 day fast because of your anger. Next one, next one. Strive. We've talked about strive earlier on. Next one is what? Sedition. Sedition. Sedition, which is to make people do what they don't want to do. Yeah. One, one bishop was there. You saw one bishop came to the camp. You saw the way the preachers. That's how to preach. This, this Reverend Daniel was preaching. was moving all over the place. That's one, if he was not here when we started the church, we were the ones who started the church. And then he just joined on the 14th of February, 2017. And then now he's moving the church as though the church belongs to him. Things that people have not thought of, you start to just poison them, poison them, poison them. Stop poisoning them. And why did they have a baby shower for this one? Why, why have they gone to what are they going to do for this person? And why won't they have a baby shower for this uh, baby shower? This baby shower is hundred thousand. This baby shower is two thousand. Uh, inciting people, inciting people. Inciting, just uh, if what have you heard? You say that they said that one the other day, they when the one we were doing the party, you said when it was um, this person's birthday, you said that they bought a ship, but when I said that it's this other person's birthday, they are bought just a saucer, just a saucer. Eh? I told you, I told you the other day that they like these people more than they like these people. Now you see the evidence that I'm trying to show. You see, a ship and a, and a saucer, don't think that is the same thing. Listen, let me tell you, even I have two children. I don't know how God ordered it. For one of them, any time, by the time he gets to his bed, they have a lot of money. For the other one, I'm always broke. I'm always broke. Relatively, I mean, because when an elephant loses weight, it's still bigger than. Yeah. yeah. So one day, one of them wrote a letter to me and said to me, "When is my brother's birthday? You bought this, you bought that, you bought this, you bought, and then when it was my birthday, a letter. I still have the letter. I'll frame it one of these days. You bought a ship." And when it was my birthday, you bought us. It's not. It just so happens that at that time, what is available to me is what I. So, if this person, and we didn't send you to let your, your your baby be born in February so that you are pregnant, we have to do baby shower in January. When you are January, everybody's broke. Everybody's broke. But if your baby shower is 16th December, when everybody has received their bonus, it's not love. It's availability of resources. It's 
love. It's not, it's, it, has, it has nothing to do with love. It's availability of resources. But you have people around who are able to incite. Incite other people. Should we go on? Next one. Next. I told you, I, that's why I don't even want to look at this scripture. Sedition and what? Heresies. Then what? What's the next one? Envying. And next one? Murders. And next one? Oh. Banana, banana, pam, banana. Banana, banana, pam, banana. <laughs> drunkenness, 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 drunkenness. Sometimes you have ladies who drink. Drunkenness, drunkenness. Some of them, even when we are drinking juice, the way they hold the glass, you can see that this one. Hey! <laughs> next one, next one, next one is what? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you. Drunkenness, drunkenness. <laughs> One, revilings. Revi- I mean, even drunkenness. I mean, some of you are masters of mixing. Mixing spirits. Shaken, not stead. The name is Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Revilings, revilings. This refers to wild parties. Or wildly. This is what the prodigal son did. The prodigal son. But my heart to say younger sons and then there he wasted his life in routers revilings. Parties. Yeah. Parties. I heard of a party called what? Spitbra, is it? Yeah. Yeah, the place is quiet. Pants down. Or pants down. There are children here. I can't explain this party to you. Yeah. Revilings. So, if any of these things we have mentioned appear in your life, it, it tells who you are following. Now, as I'm preaching, I don't have a problem if it appears in your life. You get it? My, my desire is that you will notice. Instead of thinking that, oh, it's about this one, it's about this one. You will notice that these tendencies are showing up in my life, which means that I am leaning more to the flesh. So it's time for me to disconnect from the flesh and lean to the spirit. Simple. 
Simple. Simple. Now, if you are leaning to the spirit, the same process. What are the things we will see over time? Verse 22, it says what? The fruit of the spirit is what? We will begin to see love. Bulelua, love. Love. Just love. Love. This one, they have only nine. Is that not so? Love. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. Temperance. We, with time, we will begin to see these things. It says, the reason why this one, we see it with time is why it says, it's a fruit. Do you get It's a fruit. It's not a work. That's why the flesh, that one, we see it straight. But this one is a fruit. So, it takes time, then it starts to show. So, over time, then you start to see love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. You begin to see them. You begin to see them. This is what, you see, if you want to mark your level of maturity, your level of spirituality, these are the things you should want to see, Leah. These are the nine things you should want to see in your life. That there's love. I'm a person who's full of love. There's joy. Now, joy is not like when you say somebody has joy, the person never gets sad. Or no, no, no. Joy is a is a constant state of emotion. Happiness is the one that depends on happenings. So when something good, like when we when when Sunday when we finish everything on Sunday, we're all tired, sleepy, trying to sleep. I got a message and said, eh, I wanted to kill myself. But the only thing that is stopping me is because I'm afraid I'm, I'll go to hell. I say, yes, you have to be afraid because you will go to hell. You will go to hell. It's good that you are afraid. So I said, hey, what has happened? She said, my things were stolen. I said, nonsense. Your things were stolen. So you want to end your life. Meanwhile, you work. I asked her the things, who bought them? He said, I bought them. When did you buy them? I said, he said, last year. I said, you buy all of them again this year. End of story. Because of that, you want to kill yourself. You see, people are trying to kill themselves over foolish things. You don't want to kill yourself for the ministry. You will see long-suffering, patience, ability to wait for things to happen. Many of us are impatient. We want the thing to happen now. I want to sing gospel, and I want to see it, sing it now. Patience. Patience. I've always wanted somebody to sing this song. I've tried so many people. All the people you know, I've tried them. They have all run away. Finally, I've seen it being sung. The time I fell in love with this song, my wife was singing with a group. That's where you have Ida and Co. in that group. To sing the song, they have to use a group. Because the keys change up and down, up and down like that. So it's like I sing a little, then I pass it on to them like that for it to work. We were in university by then, long time ago. I asked to sing it. It's not ready. Sing it. It's about patience. 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 
meekness, goodness, meekness, meekness, the ability to. We were discussing something today and we we're saying that we have now gotten a good example somebody who does the thing the way we want it to be done. And our prayer is that the people around the person will learn. Then somebody, a parent, made a comment to say that if they will only humble themselves to to learn. So she was looking for the word humility. She couldn't find it. She was around humility, humility. But I knew what she wanted to say. If they would just humble themselves and learn. Just humble themselves. And learn. Humility. Tell your neighbor, humility. Mm. Yeah. It's the art of being humble. Yeah. Humility. Yeah. I mean, you have started a branch for one year, so you have decided you won't learn again. 17 members. You won't learn again. When somebody has 25,000 members, and he's still learning. Somebody has 3,000 churches. And he's still learning. 17 members. You say you won't learn again. Humility. 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 Temperance. Temperance. Ability to control yourself. Ability to just control yourself. Temperance temperance. It's like, this is what I really want to do. Sometimes people are provoked. The last scripture in this, it says, don't provoke people to evil. evil. It says, don't provoke them to evil. So sometimes things happen that provoke you. But before you, you just... Bishop Saki always tells a story of one day he was driving and then I think he just crossed somebody in the traffic. Then the person just turned around and the person wanted to swear at him. Do you get it? So when the person, and and in Ghana, there's a statement, there's a a word, which means a foolish person. So the person just turned around to look at him, to say to him, so when he saw he said, then he saw that it's his pastor. I said, Quack, pastor. Confundis. Yeah, Confundis is a place. <laughs> yeah. So listen, Kwachua. <laughs> Kwa Rev. <laughs> listen, girl. Sometimes you have been provoked. But if the spirit is controlling you, self control self-control. A lot of ladies have to learn self-control. Especially if you are married. Self-control. 
Because you are in a relationship where you are not the head. You are the neck. Do you get it? Now, what it means is that it's not everything that you can open your mouth and say. It may cross your mind. As for your mind, it belongs to you. But it must not come out. So when you think kwasia, let it stay in your mind. So kwa husband. So when you feel like blowing off, you just remember who is controlling you. If you go all out with what is in your mind, the flesh is controlling you. So then for the spirit to control you, temperance, self-control, self-control. He says, therefore, I close with this one, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, that we may live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, we die. Or if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. This is how carnality leads to death. If you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you, by the Spirit, mortify the deeds of the flesh, For us to be spiritual, it's time for us to kill the deeds of the flesh. The deeds of the flesh. Next week, we look at how then can I be spiritual? How then? How then? How then? How then? Pastor, you have said all these things. Now, you convinced me the first day, but when I went home, I saw that thing, so I said, no, I'm still spiritual. Then you came again and you said something. Then I said, okay. Then two weeks after the camp, you can work for God. Where if you're, it don't matter if you're good or bad. Also, oh, no, I'm spiritual. Yes. Then you have come again. Now you have come to further crucify me. How do I become spiritual? Come next week and we'll look at it. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. For a moment or two, just lift your hands and just pray and say, Lord, by your spirit, help me to kill the deeds of the flesh. Help me to follow the spirit instead of the flesh. To follow the spirit instead of the flesh. To follow the spirit instead of the flesh. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us. 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 Lift your hands to Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. We pray. Help us by the Spirit to kill the deeds of the flesh so that we will live, so that we will have life and we'll have peace. 
We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a better amen. amen. You are here today. You are not born again. Which means that you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. If you are here like that, just for a minute, I just want to pray with you. Before we leave this place, that you confirm your relationship with the Savior. So every eye closed, every head bowed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Kindly lift up your right hand where you are. I just want to pray with you quickly. You know in your heart. Close your eyes. Stop looking around. It's a personal decision you are making. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Please lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, I am born again. I will love you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.